everybody, and welcome back to the Out to Me podcast. It's your host, Katie Zaccardi. And on today's episode, I wanted to do a little solo cast and talk about money, 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 money. No, but really, I wanted to talk a little bit about money and money mindset and sales mindset and promo mindset and all of those things that sort of overlap with each other. This is a theme that, um, so actually this episode was inspired by a TikTok that I saw. So I saw a TikTok, let me see if I can find it. Basically the TikTok was like, you are seeing this now. You know, it was one of those like woo woo ones. (laughs) It was like, if you're seeing this now, you're going to have your dream life in whatever, 30 days or something like that. Um, okay, this is exactly what it said. You're really going to be loving your dream life in a couple months. Don't skip. And it was like, you know, one of those silly ones that people do mostly just for views. But, you know, if you're looking for a sign from the universe, it can be a nice sign. I wasn't, but I happened to see the video at 222 views which is an angel number. I take my angel numbers very seriously because I do, um, this is a little woo-woo, but I know a lot of you are. I do feel like that's how I mostly communicate with sort of like my angel guides, whatever you want to call them. Spirit guides, angels, guardian angels, God, you know, whatever it is you believe in. I usually say like my spirit guides, I feel like that's how I kind of, no, okay, you're on the right track. It's like, or validation or, hey, stop and think about what's coming up for you in this moment. And I usually use angel numbers as like a a way to kind of mark something or just take a beat and also as validation that what I'm doing or what I'm thinking is like spot on. So I saw that video and I was like, my reaction actually was, that's nice, but I already am. (laughs) Which of course is the reaction that everyone wants to hear. Um, But it really got me thinking because as I just moved in this month to a new apartment in a new state, I really was, and then I saw that TikTok, I was really thinking back at where I was at and how I was feeling one year ago and how much things have changed. So I thought that I would do an episode where I talk a little bit about that and I talk about my own journey with um, money, with manifestation, with letting go. (laughs) That's really the juice of it. Um, And kind of being able to get to this place where I went from being good to feeling great and feeling like in alignment. And what's also interesting is that as I'm recording this episode, it is two two two's day. I, I don't know. Everyone's just calling it two 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 day. There's a million twos because it's Tuesday, February twenty second, twenty twenty two. So there's a lot of two energy here, and it is a very uh, in astrology and in numerology, it's a pretty um, important day in terms of sort of closing chapters and opening new chapters and like ending cycles and starting new ones. So it feels very fitting to talk about that, this topic, um, recording it on this day and it's going to come out the day after. But it also is interesting because this last week I've been feeling a little bit less myself than I have the last several months. So this is, I think, going to be a good opportunity to just share right off the bat that while my this is going to be my journey and I'm going to be completely transparent as to like how I was feeling a year ago and what I did to work through that and how I'm feeling overall now, I do also think it's worth noting that like 
just because I feel like I'm in such a better place now with money, with mindset, with how I feel, with having just daily joy and all that stuff. It's not like a 10 out of 10 every day. Like that's what we all wish and hope for. Sometimes I feel out of my groove. Sometimes I get a little out of alignment or I'm not like listening to my intuition as carefully as I need to. And so I need to use the tools that I have cultivated to get back in. And getting back in is a lot easier now that I've, you know, gone through this continuous journey of life um, and some of the things I'll share with you today. But it's not always easy. And I want to say that right off the bat because I don't want to, I don't want this to seem like I'm being like, just do these things and then your life will be perfect because it's not about that. As always, it's a journey. It's a practice. Like there's never just, you're never just reaching like one end point and then you're happy forever or you're rich forever or you're, you know, calm forever or relieved forever or whatever the emotion that you're chasing is that's not the case like everything ebbs and flows and you will go through periods of insane creativity and inspiration and periods of not and you will go through periods where you're feeling more doubtful or chaotic and periods where you're feeling really calm and secure and that's okay it's just about having the tools to navigate it and knowing when you know either or is sort of hitting and getting yourself back into equilibrium And the other reason that I want to talk about this is to help normalize it and to help give you guys some tools and inspiration for how you can work through whatever is coming up for you. I have noticed that this is a topic that I feel like I need to talk about. Even on our out to launch call today, someone, uh, one of our students asked, you know, I'm nervous for the selling part. She was like, I... I'm feeling like I'm getting really tripped up about money and like I just don't want to be desperate about it and I don't want to be salesy and so I'm nervous that like I won't make the sale and like I don't know what to do. And so we talked about it and we had an honest conversation about it and I think that there's a lot of people out there preaching like, you know, just go pitch yourself, pitch yourself. And there's a lot of like hard sales tactics. There's a lot of just like pushiness that happens. And not a lot of people are talking about how to balance not just selling with integrity, but staying in alignment with your energetic boundaries and your intuition and being able to be a salesperson. Um, See, actually, I feel like I regret even just using that word because I feel like salesperson has a lot of negative connotations. So what I would actually prefer to say is in be able to share your services and have an invitation for people to join your services and be able to talk about it and have sales conversations or promote yourself as necessary to get yourself out there to your fans or to your clients without it completely burning you out, without it feeling like you're forcing something and while feeling confident and while being completely honest about the attachment that to money that often comes from this, especially if you are towards the beginning of your career as a musician or a coach and you're not bringing in a ton of money or you just don't know how much money to expect from something, it is really, really, really common to have an attachment to that money out of scarcity usually is where it comes from um, or expectations or goals that you've set. And I think that we need to talk more transparently. And when I say we, I really mean I feel a responsibility as a coach who has a platform to talk about this because I don't see a lot of other people talking about this. And I want my platform to be a place where we can have these open conversations and like not fake it. Like, cause this is a real 
thing that happens and it's normal to have an attachment to that money, to feel scarcity coming up and then to kind of go, whether you self-sabotage or whether you um, feel doubt or whether you kind of like jerk yourself out of alignment to make the sale or to promote yourself or do whatever it is um, because you feel like you have to or because you're reaching a certain goal or expectation, but it doesn't really feel good to you to do whatever action you're taking. So anyway, I've talked about this a little before and I think it's going to become a little bit more clear as I go through my last year and my journey this last year. So let's take it back to January 2021. I had just launched Out to Launch for the first time. Um, At the time, it was uh, both for people launching Patreons and coaching programs. It has since been separated into two separate programs. But I had launched that for the very first time. And we had a great launch. Uh, It went really well. I had a pretty high income month. It was really exciting. But for some reason that month, I was also feeling very, I shouldn't say for some reason, it was actually kind of obvious. In our our country, there was a lot of chaos happening last January. I think we are all aware of what was going on. And I, from pretty much November 2020 to January 2021, was feeling like extremely rattled. Like my... I don't know really even how else to describe it besides saying like my energetic body or my nervous system was just like in shambles, like super frantic and very stressed. And I think it, again, I think it's pretty obvious why I don't necessarily feel I need to get into it too much. Um, But a large part of it was just like the collective energy that everyone was pretty much feeling. Plus, of course, running a business and, you know, um, wanting to bring in more money, wanting to scale more, wanting to have a great launch. I tend to put a lot of pressure on myself. That's going to be a big lesson that you'll hear me talk about that I learned last year is to kind of take that pressure off. And so putting a lot of pressure on myself while also just having this like general stress that everyone was feeling really put a lot of weight in me on me. So by the time we entered February, I was very not good. At the time, I really wanted to change my living situation and... I really wanted, I I kind of also was feeling really burnt out. And again, some of this might be repetitive for people who are longtime podcast listeners, but just bear with me. (laughs) So I ended up, I was going to do a launch for my mastermind program and I ended up canceling the launch because it didn't feel in alignment and I was really burnt out and I just didn't feel like I could put the energy behind it. And so this was sort of like pillar, uh, you know, obstacle number one, if you will, in terms of really grappling with the money mindset of it all because I'm wanting to move, I'm looking at places, you know, everything is still, everything was very expensive near me because of everyone moving around from COVID. And I was counting on, you know, basically like $7,000 a month of recurring income at least from the mastermind. And then I was just like, I'm not doing it. (laughs) So $7,000 for six months of recurring income just like disappeared. And I was okay. You know, I obviously made the decision because I felt that was what was best for me. But it was really hard because I was feeling a little bit of pressure as to like, okay, where is this money going to come from then? I have to make up this amount. I have to, you know, make this amount of money. And so I would turn to tools like journaling and and then just try to like manifest my way there. Like I was like 
manifesting so hard <laughs> last year, but I feel like it wasn't real aligned manifestation. It was like forceful manifestation, which is not ever going to work. So in February, I felt really lost. Like I had just come out of a launch and I'd confidently canceled the mastermind. I had no regrets and I have no regrets about doing that, but I still internally was feeling very lost. Like I just didn't feel like I wanted to be in my environment anymore. I had just basically given up a chunk of money that I had expected. So I wanted, you know, I had to rework some things business-wise and figure out what I was going to launch next and what I wanted to do next and what I wanted to put my energy behind next. And I just felt so off. I just felt like not... I was searching everywhere else for answers, but internally. Like I would go on Clubhouse and just attend all of these like tarot readings and like psychic energy reading kind of things and just ask a bunch of questions, mostly being like, you know, what do I need to know to make money or um, where am I going to live or like when am I going to move? <laughs> and so it's really funny because I can look back to that time and it was good. It was good in a sense because it actually got me more in touch in touch with some spiritual modalities that I use but like I literally was looking everywhere externally but not going in again I would spend so much time on clubhouse I would get readings I bought my own tarot card I would get crystals like I followed so many like astrologers during this time and I really just dove deep into all of these things hoping that it would help guide me and like tell me what to do and there's never, you know, none of this, I'm not regretful about any of this because in, at the end of the day, all of this was good because I still use those tools, but the way I was doing it in February was really coming from like a place of, I would say desperation and just like searching for answers because I really wanted instant gratification and I really wanted to know what to do immediately. Like, I guess I just felt very uncomfortable sitting in the unknown, sitting in this feeling of like wanting change, but not knowing when or how it was going to happen. And especially when I was bringing some of that upon myself by changing up my plan for what I was going to launch in the business, I was really, really wanting to get an answer and get an answer fast so that I didn't have to deal with like the rockiness that might have come. So that was February. And what I was going to say was it's very funny because sometimes I will go on TikTok and I'll hear like a couple specific sounds that were really trending in February. And I'll like almost like cringe and be like, Ugh. <laughs> like, like the, you know, how uh, smells and sounds and, and songs and things like that can just like, really vividly trigger an emotion or like take you back to a specific time it's exactly that like if I hear a specific TikTok sound that was trending during that time I will literally like feel nauseous and be like oh because the energy that it's taking me back to like February 2021 that it's taking me back to is just like not it just feels so out of alignment with me now that I'm like, oh my God, I can't even deal with it. <laughs> I don't want to listen to it. I don't want to be reminded of that time. Like I, I don't want to hear it. It's it's very funny. So as I said, I'm looking at externally and I have to be honest, I was still bringing in a good amount of income. Like I, I really was doing fine. There was nothing to be concerned about income wise, but I was just putting all this pressure on myself 
to do so much more. And I think that's the first thing that I want to address just in terms of the expectations that you might be putting on yourself because I think that in the music industry and especially in the coaching industry, there's a lot of people like waving around these like, you know, flags of like, get a six-figure business, get a $100,000 business, get a million-dollar business. You know, I made a million dollars in one day. Like, you can too. And I think that a lot of times those things are really good because it is important to show people what's possible for them and uh, get people motivated and inspired and things like that. But sometimes the way that it's presented, and especially if you're just seeing a lot of it, it can make you... And I'll say for me, like, I definitely put expectations on myself that were just not necessary. Like, I would set income goals because I just wanted to, like, grow really, really fast and really, really hard. And then be like, but do I really need to make that amount of money? Like, <laughs> like yes, I can. Of course I can. I can make as much money as I want. I know I can do that. And I know I will do that in my lifetime. But is it necessary to put so much pressure on myself to hit a specific income goal, like, by the end of the year or something like that? And it just, and I've talked about this, but I said that my goal last year was $250,000 and I did not hit that. And I didn't like, you know, after the first quarter or so, I sort of let that go. But that was one of those things where I had to actually look at myself and be like, why am I trying to reach this goal? And why am I trying to force things like to hit this specific number? Like what does this number actually mean to me? And what am I sacrificing in terms of my sanity, time, energy to hit this versus what would I get back if I like just didn't put so much pressure on myself. So that being said, if you are currently feeling like you're putting a lot of pressure on yourself to reach a specific goal, ask yourself honestly, is the pressure like helping you in terms that it's keeping you motivated and accountable and positive and creative? Or is it possible that you're trying to hit that goal out of really unrealistic expectations because you are comparing yourself to other people and because you're trying to rush and force something. And also with that, is it hurting you? Like, is it, maybe it's helping you because like I said, goal, I think goals are helpful. I think milestones are helpful. I think getting inspiration from people is amazing. But sometimes there's the other side of that coin where it actually is hurting you because it can be, it can be restricting you. It can be helping you like kind of keeping you in a place where you feel pressured or where you feel stuck or where you end up self-sabotaging or where you start to lose faith if you don't see it coming. And that is exactly what was happening for me. So my, one of my biggest lessons was really in keeping the faith. And I, for the first like six months of last year, I would like pretend I was keeping the faith, but I really fucking wasn't. I was not doing that at all. So um, <laughs> I'm going to read you guys a journal entry that I wrote in like March. I don't have the exact date, but I think it was like March 15th. It was like around the middle of the month. Okay, listen up. Dear universe, to be honest, I'm pissed off. I'm really upset that I feel like I'm trying so hard and yet I'm not seeing any results. I feel like I'm wasting time, which might be fine if I didn't have this pressure to make money over my head, to be able to pay for taxes and to be able to get a new home. I feel so ashamed. There's more, but then a little bit later on I write, 
Everyone and everything feels still. I crave growth expansion in big ways and I know that the timing will be divine. Of course, I read it in the voice that I'm pretty sure I wrote it in, which is like, I know that the timing will be divine, but really I'm just writing that to be like middle finger to the universe, like, fuck you. (laughs) Yeah, 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 the timing will be divine. But, (laughs) and then it literally follows with a but, but I also know that Time is a construct and I can do what I choose. But the reality is that like, (laughs) this is like actually very funny to me (laughs) because the reality is that I was like, I believed this, like logically I believed this, but I was not embodying this at all. (laughs) Like I, and this is what's funny is that everything happens in divine timing and also time is a construct and you can like quantum leap and all that shit. And Yet where all of that took me was pressure, 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 and like feeling like I needed it to happen immediately. Um, And this could just be a me thing. Like I said, I'm just sharing my experience so that you can sort of take or leave what helps you. But I found it very interesting, like as I would absorb all of the spiritual stuff um, on TikTok, podcasts, etc., you know, a lot of people will will talk about like manifesting quickly and like use, um, what are those numbers called? I forget what they're called, but I started writing those like numbers where it's like, if you use this series of numbers, you can make a, you can manifest all this stuff. And this is what I'm talking. Like I went deep <laughs> where I was like, give me all the tools, give me everything I need to know to manifest everything immediately. And even though I would say, you know, I trust in the timing or I know that the timing will be right. I wanted the timing to be immediately. Like I expected the timing to be immediately. And then when it wouldn't happen, I would get even more frustrated and I would lose faith again. And then I would be stuck in a vicious cycle. So this really is the crux of what I want to talk about today and the crux of my journey and what I think is important to shed light on is this very cycle. It's the cycle of trying to set out to do something, really to manifest something, and then to do quote unquote everything right, like to put your intention on it and to put your actions towards it and to say (laughs) that you, you know, are leaving it to the universe and, you know, not putting expectations and whatever it is. But then at the end of the day, once you get close to what you envision to be the time period of reaching that goal, if you haven't actually manifested that thing yet, you lose faith. And then when you lose faith, it doesn't happen. And then when it doesn't happen, you get frustrated and feel like it can't happen for you or it won't happen. And then you try again, but then the same thing keeps happening over and over again. And it's really easy when that happens to also then start to believe like, I just can't manifest or, you know, I'm trying to trust the the universe, but it's just not happening or whatever it is and put more and more pressure on things and get more and more frustrated. So that was what was happening to me and I was trying to figure out what to do about it. Again, knowing that like I was fine and at the end of the day, looking back, even though I never hit the, not never, but like even though during that time period I didn't hit a couple specific goals that I had, 
I still ended up bringing in unexpected money every single time. And one, you know, even even though I was also in this place where I was forcing it, I was also letting go. So it was this interesting dichotomy because I did let go of the mastermind launch and I did get let go of that income. And while I was desperately looking for an answer and like a solution, so to say, I also threw my hands up in the air and literally was just like, I don't care. <laughs> like, I don't care what happens. I just can't do this right now. Like, I don't care if I make like a thousand dollars this month. I don't care. I just, I can't, like, <laughs> I can't do it. So I did let go. And that was sort of my first inkling. That was my first like step into actually allowing release and allowing detachment and sort of just like tossing my hands up and being like, all right, it is what it is. And so while, like I said, I still had this like one area where I was pushing and pulling, I was also simultaneously letting go. And all of those months I was provided, like I didn't plan stuff for a couple months and I still had unexpected clients come to me. I still made enough money to cover what I needed to cover and more. And I was basically just still taken care of and I still had momentum and I still had traction, even though I let go even though I didn't plan anything, even though I didn't expect anything. Um, it it all still worked out and I was still supported by the universe, so to say. But alas, that was not the end. So I took a step back for February and March and reworked what I wanted to do in the business. And then I launched the audience builder bundle in April. And then after that, I was still, I was feeling a little bit better, but I was still feeling like kind of bored. (laughs) That same energy of like everything around me feels stale and everyone feels stale. At the time, I was seriously like about to pick up and move to London or Paris. Like I really wanted to leave We couldn't, I don't think travel at that point, so I couldn't take a trip, Um, but I was really desperate to have a change of scenery. And I was also just feeling kind of bored in my business. And then Brie reached out to me and she was like, hey, do you want to collaborate? Because I want to do a program um, helping coaches in the music industry, but I don't want to create it all myself. And I was like, yeah, let's do it. I already have out to launch. Let's do a collaboration. And that felt really fun for me. So that helped Um, kind of like get my mojo back because I felt really lit up doing what I was doing in my business. Um, But of course, still experiencing a little little bit of this push and pull and just really the habit of continuously losing faith, like trying to manifest something, really trying to force something to manifest during a specific time period and then losing faith and then it not happening and then getting frustrated. So Um, fast forward to the end of June, which was really like my breaking point where I knew that something had to change because I kept getting myself into the same cycle over and over and over again. And after launches, like even if the launches did really well, which often they did, if it didn't hit a specific thing that I had in mind, which like I said, would often be really, really high goals, like really, really, um, specific and ambitious goals. I would, I would just lose the faith and then I would kind of blame it on myself or feel really like down and let it affect my energy and it was just a really bad cycle that I did that was not serving me at all and here's a little bit of an example of that so in uh June during our out to launch launch before it was even over I wrote another journal entry that was basically like this I feel like a failure Our launch ends in a couple days and we don't have the results that we want. I feel really embarrassed 
because I wanted this to go so much better. And then I write a little bit later. <laughs> Mostly right now, I feel mad at myself because the launch isn't over, but I'm failing to see a way out. I'm failing to trust. I've sort of thrown in the towel and deemed it already a failure. Um, so again, I was looking back at these like in preparation for the podcast episode because I was like, maybe I'll read a couple or maybe I'll just like try to remember where I was at. I was like, I have to read these because it literally embodies so hard um, what I was feeling. And obviously, as you can tell, when I journal, I'm very I'm honest and straightforward <laughs> about what's going on. And I am very self-aware in the event that even when this cycle was happening, like I knew the cycle was happening and I knew that I was giving up and that I was frustrated about giving up. But once you're at that point, it's really hard to like fake your way back into it, right? Like it's, it you can't fake trust. And I think that that's what I was trying to do was like say that I was letting go of expectation and say that I was trusting, but I wasn't actually doing it. I wasn't actually embodying it. A little bit later on in that journal entry, I wrote a couple things that were just basically like, I want to buy my own place, which I haven't done, but I do have my own place <laughs> with no roommates or anything. <laughs> I want community. I want to feel at peace. I want, I see a vision of a comforting house. I don't know why I used comforting there, but comforting house and friends and being able to entertain them. And I just like had this very clear vision and I followed it up with saying I feel as if sometimes I put so much pressure on myself to make a bunch of money so I can achieve it but the reality is that like I didn't really need money for a lot of those things so getting clear on what it was that I was really craving was really crucial because then I could start to take steps towards that without having to put so much pressure on the money and I think that it's easy to look at money as like the end-all be-all solution but you always have to ask yourself what are you doing in your life to really cultivate in the feelings or the other things that you want that you think money can provide and we'll get more into that in a second but that is really one of the biggest biggest things that I can give to you is like think about what you think money is going to do for you or what you think followers is going to do for you and ask yourself how can you create this in your day-to-day -day life and in other areas of your life. So one of the biggest changes that really happened for me was that after this point um, we finished up our out to launch launch and then we decided to do a launch of out to launch patreon edition because people were asking me about it and that was something that i didn't plan on doing but went really really well and was in high demand and i had so much fun running that group too so i'm so glad that i did it and during that time period as well i decided to join another mastermind with other high level music industry coaches and also decided to go to paris so a lot was happening during that time but that's when things started to slowly open up. Once I joined the mastermind and booked the trip to go to Paris, I started to see a, like a, some space open up. And it was after that that we did the successful Out to Launch Patreon launch. And then the month later in September, I went to Paris. And the other big thing that happened during that month, so after the Out to Launch launch, after that journal entry that I shared, that's where I was getting to the point where I was feeling like I needed some support. 
And I felt like I needed some mindset support because the coaches I was working with were really strategy oriented and really helpful. But I I knew the strategy. Like I wasn't getting tripped up with strategy. I was getting tripped up because I just needed some support to get out of the cycle that I was in. And I talked to a couple mindset coaches, but none of them really resonated with me. And then I had Shalane Carter on the podcast to talk about chakras. And I've known Shalane for a while. So we kind of got to talking and I decided to do a one-off session with her. And the session was so good that I signed up for a six-month package. And so the way she works, which by the way, if you ever reach out to her, tell her I sent you. (laughs) But the way she works is she basically does like, it's sort of like Reiki energy healing chakra clearing, but it's not just like sitting in silence and then she like works her magic and you go home. It's all virtual, but what she does is she uses other modalities to help guide you through and a lot of it is talking. And I definitely process things through talking, so that was very helpful for me. So we would do the energy work, but we would also talk through blockages that were coming up or things that I was feeling or whatever was going on that I wanted to kind of work through. And um, it wasn't just specific to like my business and money, but of course, a lot of the work that we did revolved around that. And this is where I started to really see some massive changes. And one thing I want to say here before I move forward is just to take a beat because I think that there's a lot of talk about money mindset and like mindset things. I talk a lot about those things and I think they're really important and I think sometimes you do have to go a little bit deeper. However, what I want to stress though is that if you are just at the beginning of your journey, like sort of working through blocks that are coming up or your relationship with money, money mindset stuff, like mindset-based stuff, uh, rewriting stories, things like that, like that is a really good place to start. Because because keep in mind that I'm telling this story, I'm doing this work like three, two and a half years into entrepreneurship, but really like three to four years into my own personal development journey. And before I even started my business, I did a course on money, like an Ayurvedic course on money. Then I did an, uh, several other courses after I had started my business, plus business coaching. So like I have constantly been working on my relationship with money and my money mindset and my mindset in general for like four years at this point or three years at this point, four years now. So it's very, I think, important to address that because you might be at a place now where what I'm about to say will resonate with you and you might also be at a place right now where you're just sort of getting into this and starting with like looking at your limiting beliefs and looking at your mindset blocks and just sort of what's coming up for you and observing that and then trying to change the thought pattern or notice where it came from and just challenging your beliefs like that's where you have to start and that's a really good place to start and I don't want you to feel discouraged if someone's telling you that like that's not enough or that's bullshit or you know you have to pay an energy healer you have to like work with someone to go deeper because honestly sometimes you don't I mean I'm all for investing in yourself I think you should but like there's tons of episodes on this podcast you know we have the $50 wealthy musician bundle which is a really affordable place to start in getting you know things shaken up and working on your money mindset and so that is a good place to start and I don't and that's where I started too and it's been a journey to get to this point and finally I decided I needed to go deeper on a 
you know, more embodied level. But I just want to put this like sort of tangent out there just to say that there's different starting points for everyone and there's different journeys for everyone. And so do what feels like you resonate with right now. And yes, limiting beliefs and money mindset and all that stuff are really important. And often they're the starting point. Um, Cause you know, it's also like, mess you know it's hard to just tell someone like oh you're a musician and you just realized you want to make more money well great you have to like work with an energy healer (laughs) or like you have to do these like very spiritual modalities in order to get out of it like that's not always approachable for people it's also not always affordable for people so anyway that's my tangent I think prioritize what you feel you need to do in your journey always keep moving forward always keep challenging yourself Um, but know that at this point I'm also like three years into my journey that I'm doing this and I don't know that doing it earlier would have served me because I don't know I would have been ready for this specific kind of work you know you're only ready for something when you're ready for it so who knows maybe it would have but I think that at this point when I decided to do it I was really ready to like get into my body and really start to work through things in a more embodied level and that's really the only word I can use for it because it was in my head but it was also like I said literally clearing energy from my chakras from my energy centers so it was embodied and we would often talk through things but we would also do breath work um she would give me like little homework things like to get a certain crystal or to do a certain journaling exercises or to write a a letter to money or things like that and it would often bring up um, a lot of things and stories and thoughts or putting things together or being able to release feelings that I had never done before. And so that was such a game changer in my personal journey with money. And I started that in June. And then as you guys know, in September, I spent the month in Paris and I did a full episode on Paris. So go listen to that (laughs) because it was really good. And that was like a life-changing time for me. And after that is when things started to really open up and spread up because at that point I had been doing a couple months of the energy work and I had changed my environment. Like I had taken action to change my environment in whatever capacity I could. And I finally went inward. Like being alone in Paris gave me the time and the space to stop filling up my schedule and my life with external things, with more launches or more brainstorming or more work or more just thinking about the life that I wanted instead of actually doing it. So not only did I actually do it when I went to Paris because I took a step to go somewhere I wanted to go and do things that I wanted to do, but I also gave myself the time and space to just be with myself and not, like I said, not be searching for answers or whatnot, but really be reflecting and observing and um, feeling what I needed to feel. And from there, as I said, things started to sort of exponentially speed up and and change a bit. And I, in October, went to a wedding, kind of got the idea in my head that I wanted to move. Um, And then in November, I went to our mastermind retreat for the mastermind that I'm in, which was really invigorating and gave me so many ideas and creativity. And then in December, I looked at apartments and... I got my creativity back and I got back on TikTok and I started getting getting some traction there. Um, and now in February, a year later from where I started, I'm at a point where I'm not planning a lot. In fact, I moved, <laughs> but and I thought a launch was going to happen sooner, but my income is still staying 
at a place where I want it to be despite not launching because leads and clients and affiliate commissions and things like that are just coming. And I'm living in an apartment that I love and I'm, I like walk out every day and I'm just like, this feels good. (laughs) And I'm feeling like what that TikTok told me I was going to feel a couple days ago is already, is already happening. But one year ago, this is what I was desperately clinging for immediately. And once I would say August, September hit, I finally started to settle into the patience again of that feeling of just like throwing your hands up in the air and being like, just give it to me whenever. Like I'm just going to be present. And I even wrote down, I guess uh, for our October mastermind meeting, which was virtual, we had, um, we did this thing where you like, you write down your top three from each month. So for October, I wrote my top three for some from September and I wrote down I'm in Paris. Oh, I guess this must have been in September. I wrote, I'm in Paris. Number two, being in the present and learning lessons. And then prepping for a launch with clarity. So the dramatic difference in how I was feeling then in September versus like February was palpable. (laughs) Um, But I had also noticed during that time a couple revelations too, just in terms of like, how like more about my relationship with money because I thought that I had a really really healthy relationship with money but then when I took a closer look I realized that I was regretting a couple investments that I made and feeling resentful so I kind of had to heal that and I also realized that there was a point in my life where I really believed like I deserve money and it's so so easy for me to make there was a time in college where I was making I was making a lot of money. I was working at this finance place, which had nothing to do with what I wanted to do, but I just happened to get the job. And they paid me a lot of money for a college student. And um, I just thought it was easy. Like I would, honestly, I went to um, Governor's Ball and the ticket was like $250. And I'd be like, okay, great. I can just work one or two days or whatever it was. And I'll make that up done and it just felt so easy to make money I just had to show up to the job and I would get paid a good amount of money and it felt so good and you know I had this expectation I had this clarity but then as I approached graduation I realized oh no the music industry doesn't pay well I'm gonna get a crappy job and then when I started my own business of course you have the fluctuations each month especially as you're getting started and I started to just doubt I started to not feel that same reliability of money that I used to feel. So what my focus was in the fall was really getting back to that reliability that money was going to come in and money was going to be there for me no matter what. And just trusting, going back to that trust that it was going to happen. And again, that was a journey. A lot of that happened because of the energy healing work that I did. A lot of that happened from my trip from Paris and giving myself space to really acknowledge and work through some of these things and process these things and then continuing to do that throughout the fall and even through now so that I can stay in that same energy and stay in that same place where I'm not feeling scarce but I'm just sort of trusting and I'll also say that this started to uh, appear in other areas of my life too like Letting go of expectations was something that I've been practicing for a while, but once it really clicked, it 
it was not just with money. Like I would get on TikTok and like not care how videos did. I would have a video go viral and be like, cool. I would have a video get 3000 views or 1000 views or a hundred views and just be like, cool. As long as it reached who it needed to reach. And whereas over the summer, like, you know, just before going viral, especially, but even after going viral, it's like a desperate need. Okay. I have to get those viral numbers. I have to get this thing, like just chasing a goal and having these expectations. But once I started to create more space for myself, once I started to really get in my body and do work that went a little bit deeper, I started to be able to let go of those expectations and practice trust and practice faith. And of course, a lot of those things become easier the more you do it and the more that you see it proven true for yourself. But that's the hardest part is starting to trust even when it's not happening even when it's not true and that was a big hump for me to jump over but I would say that the biggest thing that got me over that hump was really just getting in touch with finding joy in ways that had nothing to do with money I almost feel like I'm gonna cry right now actually because um I don't think nobody tells you this or like people sort of tell you it but not really like I once I finally was just like I'm prioritizing me like not the business not even Ziggy sorry he's sitting on my lap right now but not even him you know once I stopped like having a pity party for myself of like when am I going to be able to buy a house or a condo or like when am I going to be able to move out or when is the universe going to stop punishing me and when when are my manifestations actually going to come true but once I just was like fuck it I'm just doing what I want to do I'm just doing what I need to do and for me I'm being repetitive now but that was very much embodied in my Paris trip Um, not only the action of literally booking and going on the trip but also what I experienced there Um, once again just go listen to that episode for more on that but it literally was me finding joy again and it didn't have to do with money in fact I literally got to Paris and I was like I mean, like just to recap, I had mold. I had to go to a new hotel. I ended up spending more money on, you know, that than I had planned. And so my budget kind of went out the window. And I literally was like, I don't even care if I have credit card debt <laughs> like, after this. Like if I have to pay some stuff over time, I don't even care. Like I am enjoying this experience, which I'm not recommending that mindset. You know, do what you've got to do. Have your own relationship with debt. But I'm just using that as an example where I was just sort of like, I am committed to finding joy (laughs) and so you know I'm gonna trust that money is there to support me but I'm also going to like you know leverage whatever tools I have to be able to just take care of myself and not feel like I have to settle for anything less anyway point being that is the biggest thing. So if you're feeling any of these ways right now, scarcity, not able to practice faith, not able to let go of expectations, if you feel like you've been in a similar cycle where like your manifestations have not really um, happened or you're kind of trying for things or trying to reach goals and then you feel disappointed, first thing I could ever say to you is Find your joy. Figure out what it is that you really want that goes beyond the money, that goes beyond the followers, that even goes beyond like, I want to perform at the Grammys. I want to win a Grammy. I want to do this. Why? Like, what do you really want in your life? What do you actually want to feel? Who do you want to be surrounded by? What do you want your environment to be like? 
like go deeper than just career goals because those are important, but they're not as important as living your life in a way that you really want to live. So figure that out first and then start to do things that help you really experience joy and true happiness and really honoring what your soul is craving and desiring. And then with that, I can promise that the, or I can't, I guess I can't promise anything, but I would imagine that after that, the practice of letting go of expectations and practicing faith is going to become easier, but also make it a habit. Like for me, I still have to make it a habit. I remember I was, um, it's, you know, I just moved. It's still the month. I literally just moved on three weeks ago or whatever it was. So I was in Whole Foods the other day and I was like, Jesus Christ, (laughs) this move is costing me so much money than I did not expect. Like it just, I've never moved to another state before. So I didn't really know what to budget for it. Um, So I did my best, but I was like, dang, this is, this is uh, a lot on my wallet. Um, And I felt that coming up in Whole Foods and I felt myself being like, maybe I should just like shouldn't buy the stuff that I don't really need right now and I can just buy it next month. And then I was like, okay, so that's, it's not that that's a bad thought. I'm not, you know, that's fine. Take it or leave it. But what's really beneath this thought? And what was beneath the thought was like scarcity of like, oh my gosh, what if, you know, this is too much to spend and I'm not gonna be able to make that money back. So as I was shopping, I just sort of started saying affirmations to myself of like, as I spend money, I make double the money or, or things like that, that just um, started to replace that thought and um, kind of got back into the feeling of trust and that kind of thing. And I'm not like, again, I'm not suggesting affirmations, just like start saying affirmations and you're cured. Cause I think that's also one of those surface level things that we have to go deeper on. But for me, this was an example of actually falling back into that practice. Like, embodying faith so faith is something that you embody like letting go of expectations is something that you have to embody but um when you check back in with these tools it can help you check back into the embodiment if you kind of fall out of it so anyway that is the biggest thing that I would say is find your joy and then continuously start to practice holding the faith even when it feels like it's not going to happen or it's uncomfortable and you might fail a lot you might it might be bad. You might get into the cycle a lot where it doesn't happen. Just keep practicing. Keep practicing while you find your joy. Keep working through what's coming up around money. Like continuously look at the stories that are happening or the beliefs that you're happening and maybe even go deeper and work with an energy healer or other modalities to help you really transform what's happening there. Practice letting go of expectations and setting goals in a way that feels good for you, but also knowing when it is putting too much pressure on yourself that you might be self-sabotaging or um, not showing up in a way that's alignment or hurting yourself because when you don't reach that expectation, you end up feeling really bad about it (laughs) or bad about yourself or taking it personally or anything like that. And then I would also say embrace the journey and practice patience which is really hard but that was something I had to learn this last year too was just how to be patient and know that even if things are really hard or I'm feeling really lost I have control around how I can react to it and I also have control about small things I can do to change how I'm feeling but knowing that the bigger picture will happen in the time that it's meant to happen and that if I'm, you know, if I feel like it's not happening in my timeline, it's probably because there's some things I have to learn along the way. 
Um, make steps to make sure that you are in a healthy environment and supporting yourself and always ask for help, for guidance, for mantras or whatever it is that you feel like you need to know that you're not alone. And whether that is for like asking for help from like spirit guides, whether it's hiring a coach or hiring a therapist or an energy healer, um, you know, or asking a friend for help, like always, always, always call in help. Rely on your community. Don't be afraid to hire or just ask for support from people around you and create a safe space for yourself to grow and to thrive. And really the biggest thing is like create space externally and internally. Allow time to really reflect on what you're feeling. It's easy when things like this come up. And when I say things like this, I really mean like scarcity or fear around making money or selling or promoting yourself, create space. Instead of just like pushing through or like constantly talking about it or searching for external answers, go within, go within and do it in a supportive place. If you feel like that's really a lot to handle, like I would recommend getting a coach or a therapist or whatever feels aligned to you to, to hold space in a healthy, safe container to do that. But take some time to really allow yourself to reflect instead of just filling the time or filling the void with noise because you can't grow with noise. Actually, shit, there was one thing, (laughs) there was one thing that I feel like I wrote down and or I just thought of when I was thinking about this episode too. But it basically is a saying that's just like the universe provides when it has space when you leave space to let something in and that's definitely not how it goes but (laughs) I'm gonna flip through my notebook and see if I can find it but basically oh here's a good one I'm just flipping through right now things have to move at the speed of trust okay take that as you will um but if I can find the other one I'll read it to you essentially it's basically just saying like you know, as I was talking about with manifesting, like I would try to manifest, okay, this month I'm going to make X amount of money or, you know, I need to bring in this thing or I want to have this house or whatever it is. And, um, I would really try to force it and I would fill my space and my time with so many things, with so many, you know, manifesting every day and writing about this and, trying to do this launch and trying to come up with this idea and just like doing so much and never actually just breathing. But once you open up that space, that's where there's actually space for your manifestations to come in. I can't find the exact quote, so we're just going to have to go with that paraphrasing. (laughs) I think you get the idea. Um, So that's my little story as to how I got to a place where I'm really living in my joy and feeling like I'm able to actually let go of some expectations and um, and practice faith and embody that. And it's still a journey. And I know I'm going to have ups and downs. And I know I have to continually do the work as well to keep this practice up and to keep feeling what I'm feeling and stay supported. But I wanted to offer this up as something that might help you wherever you're at in your journey to know that If you're feeling any similar way like I've described in this episode, you are not alone. And if you're looking for other tools to get through it, maybe some of the things that I talked about will help. And again, just to open this conversation that it is normal when you're promoting yourself as a musician or your services as a coach to feel scarcity come up 
or to feel fear uh, and to feel pressure. And these are the things that help us get through it because it's not just about sales tactics. It's not just about like use this strategy and you'll be fine. It's about this internal personal work as well. And as we head into a period where we're going to talk more about branding and socials as I relaunch the audience builder, I think that this is really important um, for anyone who's considering making an investment or going getting to a place where they're going to promote themselves um, or promote their services or start growing a fan base. Because if you eventually want to make money from it, you've got to work on your mindset with money. And if you eventually want to be able to have a fan base that you can promote to, you've got to feel confident with promoting. And what is promoting? Well, promoting is to lead to that, likely to lead to money, right? Or to sales. And so all of this goes hand in hand and it's really important uh, to have these conversations. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please let me know if it resonated with you over on Instagram at Katie Zaccardi. I would love to hear from you and I would love to hear your thoughts and I will see you all next week. Thank you so much for listening to the Out To Be podcast. If you like this episode, be sure to share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, rate and review it on Apple iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. That really helps us spread the message and get this podcast out to even more women in music. For more information on coaching services, head to katiezaccardi.com. See you next week.